Welcome to Dark Mode, the podcast that brings you sage advice from two technology experts, and that's not just what we call ourselves. It's what our moms tell people when they bring us to Italy to make us connect to their phones to the Wi-Fi. I'm your host, Luke Miani. And I'm your host, Noah Rubin. On this show, we take questions from listeners, attempt to answer them to varying degrees of success, and maybe even have a laugh or two along the way. Oh, one or two? One or two. That's our, that's our going rate. I think that's fair. Speaking of going rate, our going rate for discussions on the new M2 Pro and Max chips is about to increase. Uh-huh. It's about to go from... Did you like that? From zero to not zero. Yeah. Yeah. Hell yeah. So, Noah, I want to start with this. Mm-hmm. Are you upgrading from M1 Max to M2 Max? What do you think? <laughs> I'm going to go out on a limb. Uh-huh. Okay? Uh-huh. This is... And if I'm right, you have to pay me 440 440 units for 440. Okay. 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 Here's my guess. No. You know, I thought I've thought about this. I've I've really, you know, mm. toiled over it for the past week. You know, this this computer here, this M1 Max here, it's really showing its age. It can barely Absolutely. can barely run anymore. I can barely open two tabs, even in Safari, let alone yeah. Chrome, but even in Safari. But but you know, I think I'm going to tough it out for another year. I think I'm going to I'm going to just, you know, see what do what I can do. Wow, you're going to tough it out on that old antique I know this thing is unbelievable. Practically fossilized at this point, but <laughs> it's a petrified MacBook. Yes, they, I think I saw one. The Natural History Museum is the Smithsonian's down a couple blocks away. I think I saw one there. Yeah, you probably did. It was. It might have even been this this very one. You know, I let it out of my sight. Yeah, for that a one. I. I think it's like, you know, they say that, that life came to Earth on an asteroid. Mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure your MacBook was on that asteroid, too. Yeah, this was the original, like, it, not single-celled organisms. The original, the original, um, progen- whatever the word oh. is, the original source of life was, was this very Mac right here. The primordial goop? Yes. It was just the, uh, the, the, uh the soldering liquid that was i don't know what i'm saying anymore <laughs> this i'm sorry i'm sorry the soldering liquid is that what you said i was trying to think of some goop i was trying to think of like what goop there would be inside of a mac and i couldn't that was the that was the closest that i got the soldering liquid like the, is what you came up with. What would you? What 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 other goop would you say is inside of a inside of a Mac? Uh, in in on a good thermal day. paste. Thir- okay, that's thermal that's what paste. I meant. That's what I meant to say. I promise. <laughs> Wait, you meant thermal paste? You said soldering liquid. <laughs> yes. That's. I mean, first of all, not the same task. Uh huh. At all. Uh huh. Not even close to the same task. Uh huh. Um, gosh, 
All right. I think we gotta call it quits. All right. Well, you know what? This is how why, can we? This is why you're the software. This is why you're the hardware guy. I'm the software guy. You're the hardware. Guy. Uh-huh. Give me, get, cut me a little okay, bit of slack but, here. But we've been we've we proclaim ourselves to be technology experts, and you called thermal paste soldering <laughs> liquid. It was a it was a momentary a severe momentary <laughs> lapse of judgment. Uh-huh. Okay. <laughs> Oh Jesus! All right, let's get a vote in the chat. Um, oh, no. Actually, I'm gonna put up a a, a vote on YouTube, on uh-huh. my community tab. Oh no! Noah just called thermal paste. No, we're, we were gonna delete this. We we were liquid. just gonna delete this episode and start over. We don't need to tell anyone else. Like enough <laughs> people have already seen this. It's been seen. We don't. But, uh, it's contained right now. You're about to you're about to let it out there for everyone to see. Hey, d- did you use soldering liquid to hang the wall panels too, Noah? Is that why they didn't work? <sighs> uh, I'm never. You know what? Oh Whatever. Though it used to be that my wall panels always fell down. If soldering liquid is going to be the new joke, then then I'll take it. We can sell we can sell uh, soldering liquid in the merch store. And it can be whatever we want because we'll just make it up. All right, I'm gonna say question: Can we legally be considered technology YouTubers mm-hmm. after this colossal blunder? Well, that's a leading question. Like, if you say if you call it a colossal blunder, okay. If you if you say what af- would you call it? I would call it an an, an honest mistake. No, that's leading in the opposite direction. <laughs> you son of a bitch. Okay, then, I won't have it. Well, then you can call it a mistake, honest or otherwise. You want me to type after this mistake, honest or otherwise? Yes. <laughs> I'm leaving it as colossal blunders. Oh, my channel. No. I'd like to see you stop me. Oh no. All right, here we go. The poll is posted. Let's get some results flooding in here. So for those of you watching along at home, open up another tab. Unless, of course, you're using an M1 Max MacBook Pro, in which case, good luck. That antique is not going to be able to handle it. Too much soldering liquid in there to handle it. (laughs) God damn it. Ugh. You know what we should do actually is is revisit the poll from last week which Ooh. I just now saw. That's right. That was we uh, talked about the years of use for a primary laptop, correct? Yep, yep. And so given that we're now talking eventually about the M2 Pro and Max, I think this is a, a an apt place to start. So there were there were five choices, one year or less, two years, three years, four years, and then five years or more. So, oh no, I misspelled blunder. I said bloodner. Well, that's uh, that's Man. very fitting. Can you really be considered a technology expert if you misspell the word blunder? Oh shush! You better not There's be only twenty-seven it. votes. I'm deleting. You it. better no. See, that's not fair. Oh yeah, that's not fair. No, it's I make one. You made that mistake, 
Okay, maybe mine was a little bit worse, but it wasn't that much worse. And you, why do you get to delete Oh, yours? really? It wasn't that much worse. It was a... It was okay, how about this? Mistake. How about this? I repost the poll, and I remove Colossal Blunder and say, error. Okay, fine. It's more neutral. Okay. The post has been reposted. Now, for the record, you were not faring too well in the results of the previous one. Okay. But this is our second chance, but, and I didn't vote in that one. I got I to gotta go put my vote in right now. That's true. That's true. So you have the chance to sway things. Right now with our first two votes, we're evenly split 50-50. Yes, no. Okay. So you might sway this vote at this point, which I would argue is is tampering. Well, <laughs> we don't have to worry about that. Yeah, it's it's not looking it's not looking great right now. No, it's not. But what is looking great are the results to last week's poll, in which we learned a lot about the audience here. Now, I also had my good buddy Sam from Apple Track uh, post the same thing to his community. How many years do you keep your primary laptop? So, what I was curious about is how do we compare how are are there any differences in our audience i will say there is one difference and that is that my audience is larger because <laughs> i got twenty three thousand votes compared to nine point eight thousand boo oh, terrible rookie man. numbers mm. but so what do we got one year or less my audience two percent Sam's audience, 2%. Two years. Two years of laptop. My audience, 6%. Sam, 5%. Whoa. Three years and four years, curiously tied on both polls. Mine, 14, 14%. Sam's, 15, 15%. Interesting. And then five plus years. For me, 64%. For Sam, 64%. Wow. Interesting. Yeah, basically the same. Absolutely. So it seems like with a pretty wide sample size of two, albeit fairly similar audiences... The clear trend is that most people are keeping their laptops for five years or more. I would even say the vast majority. Yeah. So, with that being said, obviously we've we've been joking about the M2 Pro and the M1 Max being a fossil, but from 30, more than 30,000 pieces of data 20,000 two-thirds of those people are using a laptop or maybe not are currently using a laptop but intend to keep a laptop for five plus years that means that there are a lot of people out there with 
2018, 17, 16, 15, 14, etc. MacBooks. I'm assuming MacBooks because it is my channel still. Yeah. So, the the really interesting thing, and I actually am going to do a video on that in the near future, is I want to actually compare how how does the the new stuff stack up not against the M1 Max, but against these five plus year old laptops like this guy, my my Touch Bar 13 inch MacBook Pro from 2017. This is actually I think this is going to make a very interesting test because I'm going to compare this thing to the M2 Pro. They had almost exactly the same MSRP when new. Hard to believe. Um, I've started doing some benchmarking, Noah. Mm-hmm. And that's one of the reasons why this video is going to take a while. Lots of numbers because... to crunch. No, it's not so much numbers to crunch as it is time. Oh, time, time. to complete. Time for the benchmarks to complete. Yeah, yeah. So, well, let me give you an example, Noah. Um, let me pull up my my benchmarking numbers. Okay. Because I do always make a little spreadsheet, you know? I like to be organized. So, <clears throat> you might be wondering to yourself, how long does it take for, let's even say, a base model with the double-binned, M2 Pro, which I'll expand on in a second. How long does that take to render a 30-minute 4K 10-bit 60fps color-graded clip? Do I have to guess? Yeah, sure. Well, I know for a fact that it is way faster than the computer that you're comparing it to, but... Yes. Uh, I have no, I, I don't know, 10 minutes, 20 minutes, a half an hour? I, I really don't know. All right. So uh, well, your guess of 10 minutes, quite good. Nine minutes and 16 seconds. Okay. The, M1, the M1 Max actually takes 10 minutes and five seconds. So this was something that I focused on a lot. The M2 Pro base model outperformed the M1 Max in the render test. Very impressive. Obviously, in other areas like graphics or CPU individually, like if you play a game or run Cinebench or whatever, the M1 Max, of course, is going to win that. But the M2 Pro is very good at video editing. So, 9 minutes and 16 seconds. That's our benchmark time for the M2 Pro. I ran it on this guy. Now, this is a dual-core KB Lake i7. No, i5. This one's the upgraded i5. We do have 16 gigabytes of RAM. We have half a terabyte of storage on this thing. And uh, just to preface, because I know a dual-core doesn't sound all that crazy, but these Intel MacBooks have a feature called Intel QuickSync, which uses the dedicated graphics to assist in rendering. And so uh, when the iMac Pro came out, that was actually slower than, you know, those big 18 core Xeons, like what I had for almost three years. 
the those 18 core Xeons were actually slower than a lot of the lesser chips because QuickSync, which a Xeon wouldn't have because it doesn't have integrated graphics, speeds things up. So with that advantage, it's a six-year-old machine, same exact clip, nine minutes and 16 seconds for M2 Pro. How long do you think it took? Half an hour, at least a half an hour. Okay, half an hour. That's an interesting guess. We'll see what we get. Some guesses here. I am very curious, uh, given that, you know, I mean, this is a Mac that I had new, essentially. I had the 15-inch the, the back in 2016. Noah, you had a 2017. Mm-hmm. Like, these, these aren't that old. These are computers that are all in our working memory, even in my YouTube memory of, of reviewing. Someone here said 55 minutes. Wow. Someone said t- uh, 20 to 25. Um, Noah. Yeah. It took two hours and 47 minutes. Oh, jeez. Yeah, see, I had a feeling it was going to be a lot. I didn't want to go crazy, but I had a feeling it was going to be, like, a lot worse. Yeah. Yeah. It, it, the better part of three hours to render that clip. That's how far we've come in six years. Yeah, and I'm sure, you know, a lot of that is thanks to the dedicated hardware on the Apple Silicon chips for, like, optimizing the exports and, like, video-related tasks. But, like, hey, that really goes to show just how, like, how good it is and how much value it provides. I mean, remember, the reason I brought up that QuickSync stuff is that these Intel chips are also optimized. Like, QuickSync is specifically designed to accelerate tasks like video editing and rendering true true and even with that three hours and we're down to less than 10 minutes it's pretty crazy that's insane yeah that's absolutely mental another thing that's quite crazy and unsurprising or uh unexpected Mm -hmm. about these new m2 chips is I found that they actually perform extremely well in Blender compared to the previous generation. So across the board, you're looking at an extra two efficiency cores that boosts CPU performance by 20, 20 something percent, which is respectable, better than the M2 chip did because no core difference, just a little clocking difference. You're talking 8%, Mm -hmm. but with these extra cores and more thermal headroom, you're talking 20%. That's pretty good. Graphics. Well, uh, in, in, in Rise of the Tomb Raider gaming benchmark, we, we went from 97 FPS on your computer, the M1 Max 32 core, up to 114. That's pretty good. Wow, yeah. Looking at about 20 to 30%. In Blender, though... Holy moly. These things go hard in Blender, let me tell you. The the M1 Pro 16 core GPU 
took three minutes and 26 seconds for Blender Classroom. The the new M2 Pro with the 16 core GPU, so the binned version, took 228. Huh. And uh, for the Max chip, we cut it from a minute 25 down to 49 seconds. So these things are like 50% speed improvements. It's crazy. That's like, do you have any theories? Like, is it really just having those extra cores and like a little extra speed? Or is there something else going on there? So I think, I think there is some amount of optimization that's, that has occurred. I, I, there was a thread on Twitter that I was reading that talked about it. I want to see if I can find it, but there there is an appreciable reason uh that caused it outside of just like these core uh, you know the chip is faster cuz it's it's extra faster yeah, in yeah. blender but even then it's still nowhere near nowhere near where nvidia is not even close uh NVIDIA has the optics renderer. And so I, I mentioned on M, M2 Max, 49 seconds for the BMW render. Or I think that was for Classroom. I ran it on, I ran it on my 3090. Granted, higher class of GPU, no doubt. Took uh, seven seconds. Seven seconds. Yeah. It's pretty quick. You know what else takes seven seconds? <laughs> what else? That's the amount of time that it takes me mm-hmm. to come up with a segue to talking about the new port situation on the MacBook Pro. And one of my favorite things is uh, the the new HDMI 2.1 port. That was honestly one of the biggest things that I was like annoyed about on, on the M1 pro and max the 14 and the 16 i was like come on man can't even do 4k high refresh rate can't do 8k at all on these like really expensive machines that came out in 2021 come on now they finally do it that's cool yeah i remember there was like a little thing when these came out and it wasn't hdmi 2.1 so it's definitely good to to see that they that they fixed that in this one and when they fixed that they uh they did they did change a couple of things internally. I don't know if you had a chance to see Noah my video from yesterday. I did not see it yet. So I did the old swaparoo. I tried to upgrade my M1 Max 16-inch MacBook Pro to an M2 Max 16-inch MacBook Pro. Since you haven't seen it, would you care to hazard a guess at how it went? Uh, I think the last time you tried this, it didn't work. I'm going to assume that it didn't work again. That's my guess. So, it was very weird. Because it kind of does work. Really? Yeah. Uh, It boots. It logs in keyboard works but the big but is that 
the the top case not happy it really does not like it uh there's three main issues number one the battery doesn't know how charged it is so you swap it over battery works but you don't have a reading on charge or health or cycles or anything it's just it's like the the little battery x icon so that's that already in itself kind of rules it out but you add on to that the fact that something about this probably a uh a cloud pairing issue with these parts fans go crazy they just max fans as soon as it boots up and then the third issue is they changed the length of the connection for the trackpad so that the connectors are not compatible. So I had to swap the trackpads in order to get it to work. That's really interesting. I'm just surprised that it works at all. And it sounds like obviously those are like severe issues like that you wouldn't actually want to do it but like the fact that those are the only issues and that it like works otherwise is i don't know it's kind of impressive and it's not at all what i was expecting because you tried this with the uh with the mac studio right and it didn't work at all and then there was kind of a little bit of an issue with well the mac studio the mac studio was was a different upgrade that was the storage test that's right uh we we tried the the logic board upgrade with the M2 MacBook Pro the 13 inch mm-hmm. and that it won't do anything. Mm-hmm. I I believe the consensus cuz I whenever I do these videos it's like you know I I I just do the test because the, a lot of people talk about the the theory of it. I'm like, you know what? I got both of them. I got the iFixit Protect Toolkit. Let's just try it. See what happens. So I I try the experiment, and then people interpret it. The interpretation that I think was reached was that the top case, uh, the keyboard has like a different something. I don't even remember, but it was a keyboard incompatibility, and so the the whole the whole board it just like it's not going to do anything. So in this case, we do technically have an incompatible top case. The only other thing is you do also lose True Tone on the display. Uh, I don't know why, but Apple won't let you unless you do their self-service repair and you pair the the the, pro, the parts. You, you lose True Tone. Hmm. Stupid. I don't know why they do this. It's such a dumb thing to lose. Personally. If I were, you know, five years down the line, I, I could buy a screen on eBay for 400 bucks or do Apple's repair for $700. Absolutely, I would sacrifice True Tone. i turn it off anyway. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's fair enough. But I don't know. That is still just really cool that you were able to make the switch. And I think that there was also, I guess this wouldn't matter, but like, there was something about the mm. the uh, heat sink or the heat pipe or something being different, and I guess that's part of the logic board, so it didn't really matter. But I know that that was also like another difference. Yeah, they did change the the design of the heat pipe slightly. Uh, I'm not 100 percent sure why. I think it's just a different package size for the SOC, but. Everything is 
I talked about it in my video, the hard points. Everything that mounts the board and connects it is the same. Mm -hmm. So there are differences, well, except for the trackpad cable. There are differences in the arrangement of the board and the chips and the shape of the heat sink, as you mentioned. But there's nothing physically different that would prevent you from like screwing it in or connecting all the ports. And all of those seem to be unchanged, by the way. MagSafe, all the USB, and the headphone jack, those work fine. The HDMI is different, but the HDMI soldered onto the board. So if you swap the board, you're swapping the HDMI as well. Yeah, and honestly, like you know, we're sitting here and like we're like, oh, you know, this is like, I, I'm really surprised that that it that it worked. And on one hand, you know, this is Apple, so you're going to be kind of surprised. But on the other hand, maybe we really shouldn't, like, from a technical standpoint, we really shouldn't be that surprised overall, right? Because like these are, you know products in the same generation one right after the other one like of course they're going to reuse a lot of the same they're not going to reinvent the wheel uh you know if they're just upgrading the chip and the thing and doing a couple other little things so like yes this is apple and we don't expect it to work because it's apple but like tech from a technical standpoint like yeah you know maybe maybe you could expect it to work or right? and maybe this bodes well for the future if apple uh makes this you know more official you know they they could like there's no technical reason why they couldn't yeah i guess the only technical reason is the trackpad like that's a physical incompatibility i don't know why they changed that yeah that it just that just doesn't make sense to me but all the other stuff it's not hardware if the battery is charging the machine and the fans are spinning and the display is displaying like these these aren't issues that are caused by hardware and if they are why are you changing them all the time uh i mean if you go back in time there are some cases where apple had to change parts mid-generation so for example the the original like if we go back through the whole history of the macbook pro 2006 7 8 pre-unibody all of those parts are interchangeable you can do whatever you want so that's three straight years for the unibody macbook pro the 2008 was physically different from the 2009 because they they had like this battery hatch in 08 that they got rid of very quickly so those aren't compatible but 2009 2010 you can switch the parts all you want 2011 they switched over to a new uh, antenna style because they added faster Wi-Fi. And that meant instead of putting the Wi-Fi card in the display, they put the Wi-Fi card by the optical drive. So there are some limited differences there just in like the screw placements. So those technically you can't swap those. Same with the screens because they, they did a different connector. So 2011 and 2012, those are interchangeable. Then the Retina MacBook Pro, 2012 and early 2013, interchangeable. Late 2013, they changed a couple of things. I, you know, I haven't actually tried swapping the the early 2013 and the late 2013 parts, so I'm not sure. But I know that 2013 and 2014 are interchangeable. 2016, 2017, those are interchangeable. Like. Apple tends to do these like at least two years in a row where all the parts are the same 
and the only thing they're changing is just you know spec bumping it that's what this is this is a spec bump this is no different from when they went you know okay well we had sixth gen core i7s now we have seventh gen core i7s that's all this is but they didn't make the parts as interchangeable as i would have hoped yeah and i'm wondering i know that you definitely addressed this in your video but like the difference you said it was the length of the connector but was the connector itself different for the trackpad no that yeah that's what i meant it the length of the cable is the same mm -hmm. it's the actual like plastic connector like there's there's two extra pins on the uh the new one huh unsure why but like the the actual connector itself is a different length and it won't plug into the socket on the board so you have to swap the old track pads that's really kind of a and we don't know what the extra two pins are doing yet maybe no that's, no clue that's so weird yeah i i honestly have no explanation for that uh as far as i'm aware they did not discuss any differences between the track pads I think we're getting Apple Pencil Hover for the MacBook Pro trackpad. That's my new theory. Mm. And that's what those extra two pins are doing. So they made, yeah, the, those, the two pins, one is for like height and one is for like the coordinates. Yeah, exactly. That makes sense. You could definitely pr have that data transmitted over two pins. Yeah, and, like, wouldn't you want to use your Apple Pencil on the trackpad of your Mac? Like, that would be a, a great experience. That's not a bad idea, actually. I feel like it's big enough. It could just be, like, a Wacom tablet. I was, like, half being sarcastic, but honestly, like, it is pretty big. Like, I don't know. Especially the 16? That's, like, the size of an iPad mini. That is true, because I feel like... I feel like okay, if you really wanted it, you know, just do sidecar with your with your uh with your iPad and you know, drag your screen True. over. But I don't know. I feel like you know you know when you go into into preview and you can like add a signature and you like write the signature on the trackpad with your finger, that's like I don't like that. That's confusing right? to me. I wanna I want a pencil, I wanna write it with it with an Apple pencil. So just for that alone, I agree. they should have Apple Pencil. Just for the signature feature in preview. Just, I mean, if they want to do for other stuff as well, like, I guess that's fine. But, like, that's all I care about is the signatures. That's fair. That's understandable. Yeah. I guess that's what the uh, the new touchscreen Mac rumor that we heard from a couple of weeks ago that blew my mind. That's right. Maybe that's, that's right. what they're talking about. Yeah, maybe. Just for the, just for the preview signatures. You know what I realized? If they do add touchscreen support to the Mac so that you can correctly use that signature field, mm -hmm. where where would you put the Apple Pencil? Because I know that on the iPads, every iPad that supports Apple Pencil 2 has that magnetic terminal so that it can stick on the side. Mm -hmm. Are they going to add that to the Mac? I guess I could see them adding I wonder okay let me let me ask you this what if they like rearranged the parts a little bit inside and they were able to make 
like an indent in the Mac. So it's not like the pencil is just hanging off the side, but like you can actually tuck it like inside of the like a little little recess. Mm. Mm. So you're saying that they should do it like the mod book. Yeah, yeah, I think I mean I don't remember exactly what that looked like, but yeah, no, I did. That. It was yeah, it's like in it's like in 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 the little the little the little hole. Yeah. Yeah. It's got like a little hole and you put and you put your thing in. Yeah. Yeah, 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 put the thing in the hole. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I honestly let me pull this up. Axiotron Modbook. These things are I I would I would love if someone did that again oh, like yeah. i just think they're great look at this they're so cool bro you can't tell me that dude is this one polished oh <laughs> love that <laughs> this is such a good idea it's so clean it's so simple you, they sold kits you could build these things yourself all you have to do is take the screen off and the, the palm rest screw this thing on there done you're good Look yeah, at it. Those things are it's gorgeous. So sick. I love them. <laughs> oh, and and you yeah, you can put Big Sur on them on the original ones. Really? Yeah. Wow. I I didn't like the Modbook Pro. No. Or this Pro X. Like what the what? That's ugly. What is that? That's so ugly. That's just a Mac again with extra steps. It is. You're right. I mean, I get. Okay, you can undock it, I guess. But like, uh, yeah. they also had these. I talked about this in my video, but they had this, this like trailer. Here it is. Ah, oh, yes. They had the, these trailers for the Modbook Pro X. First look, one Mac fit for every occasion this was i guess oh god i'm giving free advertising stream yard ad. wait for stream yard yeah this is cursed it's pretty funny like okay this is from what year 2017 yeah so this was with the touch bar generation of macbook pro they they had this concept and they were People gave the money, which blows my mind because this is literally just CGI. Like, this is from the days where any concept of any level without... You didn't even need to prove that you could, would, or might make this actual product. You just post a thing like this that shows, like... It's a, it's a, it's a CAD file. Yeah, <laughs> and people were like, "Yep, they they pay, people paid three grand to reserve one of these. Never got made." Yeah, classic Kickstarter, <laughs> Kickstarter scams. That's like okay, wait. In that shot, aren't those two arms different lengths? Like, how is it not like at an angle? I don't know. That's uh, and it's ugly. The bezels are huge on that thing. It's crazy. Yeah, the bezels are. I mean, I guess it's so you can like hold it, but like, oh, yeah. And then an look, iPad. like, like, well, it's a 15 inch MacBook Pro. 
Yeah, but okay, I guess. But like the bezel and like look, relative. look, look. They. This is why I can't believe anyone in their right mind fell for this. Because look, see what says modbook. What's below that? Touch bar. How in the world would they possibly get the touch bar out of the top case working and put it that cleanly onto this thing? It makes no sense. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, this is this is very much a mock-up. And more importantly, why does it come with an Apple TV remote? Yeah, that's what I was wondering. <laughs> like, pen-enabled, powerful, portable Mac OS. And an Apple, an Apple TV remote for no reason. What is it? Yeah, like, it just sits on top of there. Like, what is that? What is that doing? I, I just... You know, the original Modbook was great because it's so simple. And then they were like, all right, here's what we're going to do. Oh, jeez. <laughs> oh, that was horrible. We're going to turn it into this weird, ungainly, ugly... Like, first of all, you're losing ports. It looks like you're down to one USB-C and a headphone jack on this side. Don't know what they planned on doing with the other port. It just, I don't know. I don't know why we're talking about this. <laughs> I can't remember how we got to this topic. But, like, dude, you could put, you could make a render for literally anything and people would fund it. Yeah, there were, there were a lot of scams. I feel like there still are some, but, like, people are a little wiser to it. But, like, there were so many of those scams, vaporware things so funny oh wait you know what i'm gonna i think we talked about this not on the podcast but like in real life Mm -hmm. back when this came out i'm gonna pull up a tab here and i want you to tell me if you remember this and for those of you listening along you're just gonna have to wait until we talk about it so that you know what it is oh yes do you remember this noah i remember this because uh I, especially because of the Captain Disillusion videos about it. Yes. Well, the, you don't even need Captain Disillusion to... First of all, that's... Wait. That's that horrible font that's on everything these days. Yeah. You know how there's like the, the mug and it just says like, eat shit on the <laughs> mug, but it's in this font and you're supposed to be like, oh, wow, cool. It's the hipster font. This is where it started, I guess. The hipster font, the 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 home goods font, yeah. you know, live, laugh, love font, all of the above. I guess it started here. This was, when was this from? 30 million views this has? Jeez. Wow. October 30th, 2014. Like, if you posted this today and did this Kickstarter, nobody would believe it. Why did people... Why did anyone believe this? Let's watch this video and we'll describe it for those listening. It makes no sense to me that anyone was this gullible. Yeah. Okay, so let's have a look. Let's have a look on Secret Bracelet's possibilities. Great start. <laughs> All right, so you're in the tub with your feet sticking out. Oh, 
beautiful. Look at the 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 a wallpaper. F- it's this like dark moon or something. It's like such an ugly wallpaper too. Yeah, it really is. So so with the flick of a wrist projected onto your pale white skin mm-hmm. is Android 4.4 KitKat. Mhm. Oh yeah, definitely. Oh. <sighs> so fake. I mean I will say they masked the finger well. Yeah. And they even they put a shadow under there. But like it's not keystoned properly. It, this also wouldn't make any sense to use cuz you'd block it's a projector, right? That was the whole idea. There's yeah. a little light that they've tracked onto the the bracelet up there. Uh it's a it's supposedly a projector which means every time you're touching it you should be blocking everything below that yeah oh and the the um the motion tracking is like noticeably yeah the motion tracking is not good all right you're on the subway you flick it on you flick your secret and it somehow knows the orientation uh motion tracking here is even worse than before Oh, that's horrible wow oh Oh, <laughs> gosh. Oh, it's slow, too. It's slow. The motions don't actually, like, line up with what you're seeing. You go to the Louvre. This is, like, the production quality of this is crazy. Oh, yeah, Fruit Ninja. <laughs> gotta have that. You, you gotta can play... be sitting at the Louvre. Yeah, you gotta play Fruit Ninja at the Louvre. These these are not even he like was the, swiping at an oh. angle and it was a perfectly straight across swipe. Yeah, nothing nothing here makes any sense. And I mean, what is even happening here? You're sitting on the sofa I, reading I don't a book. Even know. You don't want to stand up. You don't want to reach for your phone. Oh, so it's mirroring the phone. It's not even it's not even And a it has a thing. speaker and a it has a mic and ha- oh, <laughs> this is great. No, they're asking how this. Yeah, they're like, please, does anyone know how to make this? Because we have no idea. This is all fake. Yeah, they're, they're so asking. how 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 do you pronounce this? By the way, secret. Is it secret? I guess that's what Captain I guess it's a secret. Said. How it works. Yeah, you're <laughs> great. Okay, secret. So how does it work? The the Pico projector projects the interface on your arm. When you put your finger on the interface, you stop one of the eight long-range... Eight? Yeah, eight? That's horrible. You think you can have a full multi-touch experience with eight proximity sensors? Yeah, that's like nothing. You can't even you can't even like do an accurate like tap like where you tapped on a screen if there's only eight. Look at that! It's, yeah. it's one of those eight places, nowhere in between. Also, that those eight places are not the full like width of the screen that it was projecting. Yeah. So it's not even accurate. Yeah. This this demonstration is fantastic. I mean, 
Look at that. What more proof do you need that this is real? They're like, oh, you can't actually touch your arm. Because if you touch your arm, then it'll block the light. You have to touch just just above your arm every time. Horrible experience. Yeah. So uncomfortable. Yeah. Not to mention, what if you have hair on your arm? Isn't that going to shadow? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> also... The projector would have to be keystoned because, like, really, really keystoned because it's, like, such a short throw. So you would see, like, crazy distorted pixels. Mm -hmm. I also love that the sensor sends the information back to the processor, which is in your secret bracelet, uh, implying that in 2014 there was a processor that could fit in your bracelet that possessed enough power... To run even very rudimentary forms of Android. Oh my god. Like, what's the fidelity of this? There's eight There's eight lines, and it's like, which of the eight lines is your finger blocking? That's it. Well, I guess it could tell theoretically where. Like, if you look at this as, like, latitude is which proximity sensor longitude is like how far from the sensor okay yeah but the latitude is there's only eight sensors so you can only yeah. tell eight locations or maybe if you're blocking two at once it could guess that you're in the middle of them and that's the best that it could possibly do that's not going to work on a multi-touch oh, that's android true. if you had if you block two at like if you give it a buffer zone around the sensor given like your finger is going to be larger than that tiny point there like it would yeah it would it would probably be able to figure out like i mean no precision at all but like yeah. you could you could make that argument but if you cover two what would it possibly or three how would it know yeah oh my god oh and now the components okay this is legit <laughs> bro it's all in there oh my god this has to be real yeah well they're showing you where everything is like they've clearly they've fit everything in there or else they wouldn't be able to make this diagram I don't know why they're all in different locations <laughs> like why is the battery first of all the tiniest thing i've ever seen yeah. like look at the size of that battery bro That's... and it's also I, I should also point out that the battery is is completely on the polar opposite side from the port that you would use to charge it Yep. It's it, yeah, it's incredibly small and it's also incredibly thin because this bra I mean you saw how yeah. thin the bracelet was in the thing. There's like no Yeah, see someone said the battery is sm smaller than the micro USB port. There you go. Yeah. That's got to be 1 milliamp hour. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I think, you know, I think these and demos, so, uh... these demos in the video like that's how long it'll last for. So that's why the demos, they're like, you know, you're in the bathtub, you whip it out, you answer one email, and you put it away. That's because the battery died, and you can't, and you're done. <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah, absolutely. And like, look at the accelerometer. The accelerometer is the same size as the Bluetooth, the Wi-Fi, and the processor. Also, that's those are the only components, and the battery. <laughs> like, and why is everything so far apart? And like on what looks like a ribbon cable with the battery in the thinnest part at the very, very end. So like your charge comes in, goes through the entire thing to get to the battery. They couldn't have just like, look at the amount of space between the micro USB port and the Wi-Fi component. Why didn't they just put like, take the PNG that is their battery and just put it over there. There's plenty of room for it. <laughs> yeah. They, Oh my they really, God. They really, they really, they could have, they could have done a little bit of a better job with this scam. I'm not that they needed to. They got tons of money, but they definitely could have done a better job. I know. People ca- people paid the money for this. Also, that Wi-Fi component, that's not a Wi-Fi board at all. That's like a blank PCB with like empty traces on it. You mean to tell me that that's not a Wi-Fi component? I've seen a lot of I Wi-Fi components I mean, in my day. I've seen hundreds of <laughs> Wi-Fi components. <laughs> I have seen literally I have seen every Wi-Fi component in existence. Mm-hmm. And that, my friend, is one. That's that's a Wi-Fi component right there. Hell yeah. And look at this look at this uh snap button. They like they they put the the snap button so that you can like close it or something. I, I don't guess. know. It's such a that's like such a rent that looks like it came straight that's out of a like, CAD program. And that's like equal importance as like the Pico projector, which by the way is just a rectangle with like a lens PNG on it. <laughs> oh, your mom just sent me a. Uh, a Snopes article on this. Oh, good. Is it real? Please tell me it's real. I, no. I bought one. No, it's. But I just bought one. I just gave them money. How much do? You, how much was it? Does anyone remember? I think it was like three hundred dollars. It was like two hundred or three hundred dollars when they were raising money for it. Oh my god. I'm pretty sure. Also, the, when when was this? Ra- okay, so this was this Snopes article that your mom just sent me. Given what we just watched, like th- that makes this even funnier. I have to say. Mm-hmm. So, given the absolute train wreck that was that video, which literally looked like it was made by a 14 year old. Admittedly, a 14-year-old who knows how to, like, do some medium-level CGI. But, like, okay. So, the fact check on the secret bracelet says... Uh, the clip showcased some impressive technology that eliminates a number of inconveniences experienced by smartphone users... It enables submersion in water and allows, as described by ZDNet, ZDNet 
wrote an article talking about a design company. They, they like wrote a full on thing. The secret will be available in two capacities, 32 gigabytes and 16 gigabytes and will be available in 10. Like they wrote about this, like it's a real thing. Yeah. And so they say here, the secret app, this is back to Snopes. The secret app and bracelet was lauded by tech bloggers as the next stage of smartphone connectivity and videos and articles about it were widely shared on social media sites. But if your first impression was the device looked like something out of science fiction, you weren't entirely wrong. Mm. A number of skeptical users had some pointed questions about the claims. And among the more logical queries, such as how the device might work for people with dark skin or abundant arm hair, was a far more central one. Does it actually exist? That's a great question. I don't think that's really a question, given what we just watched. Yeah. <laughs> I think they're trying to be a little a little nice here. They're trying to let you down easy. Like, I was so excited about this. Now I'm, like, heartbroken. They're just trying to let me down easy, you know? And they so they continue to let us down easy, Noah, by saying in a December 5th, 2014 report from Washington Television Stadium, Station, WTOP, the co-creator of Secret reluctantly confirmed the impressive video, very impressive, produced was a mock-up not representative of any functional prototype device. Aww. Oh, no way. What? Wow. But yet they used it to raise money for a real... They used it as if it were real to raise money from people. Oh, they did have... They they had a working prototype video. Do you guys want to see the, the working prototype video? Uh, yes, yes. Oh, and this one, they really hyped this one up. Take a look. A world premiere world premiere okay 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 what do we got what do you got for a secret first working prototype oh wow all right let's see it low angle (laughs) (laughs) oh my goodness It looks They keep talking awful. about how the flickering is due to the camera. <laughs> this is the most horribly shot. Look at how big and it likely is. fake. You can barely see it on their wrist, but it's so much bigger than the the original one. Oh, you More can to barely come. read that. You can barely read that. Oh my god. And notice how they're not actually showing whatever it is on their wrist. Like, you can yep. clearly see that there there's something that is really big that they're, like, hiding. Yep. It seems to have one app, and that is a photo library. Uh, it has the oh. more to come app. Don't forget about that. Also, uh, oh, no. This is... This is not even... Oh, no. I think I know what this is. I think, Noah, 
this whole thing is fake. Like, even, even like, I think I know what they did. Uh-huh. Oh. Amazon.com. Tiny projector. I think they literally just have one of these out of shot. And they keystone the living daylights out of it. And and then just... Um, I think they just made that... Uh, like whole sequence that we watched in After Effects and it's just a video playing and they're just like touching it. I am 100% convinced. There's not even like, there, there's not even one long range proximity sensor. Yeah, those, I definitely think, you know, I guess there could have been like whatever big thing was on their wrist was like some kind of Pico projector that was doing it. But like whatever it was actually showing I don't believe that they actually like track the tapping and the swiping. There's no way that they that they no. that they do that. Wow, we got distracted. We we very easily got distracted. We were talking about um M2 Max. How did we talk about? Oh my god! Super- okay, we were I, I kind about, of enjoyed it. We were talking about the Max, and then I mentioned, oh, it was the two extra pins, and then I said the the Apple Pencil, and then it was the Mod Book, and then it was the bracelet. That was how we got there. Oh, that was like a that was a journey. Right. That was a journey that we just went on. Wow, I feel like I'm waking up from a long night's sleep. <laughs> yeah, me too. <laughs> I kind of like it. There's. I kind of like the uh, the people in the chat were just like, you know, kind of going with it. They were like, oh, yeah, cool. Working prototype was bigger than an iPhone. Like, people are just kind of like, you know, talking about the, uh, totally letting us off the hook from the fact that we completely just spent 20 minutes talking about the oldest, like, a, a, like an eight-year-old scam I can't believe that that scam worked that well, though. Like they got, they got so much coverage for what was clearly just like an After Effects video. Yeah, that was like, I don't know. And I feel like it definitely doesn't happen to that extent. But like, there are definitely like those kinds of scams, like too good to be true things that people. Sometimes it's like regular people, like a Kickstarter. Sometimes it's like big, like uh, like venture capital, whatever. Just throw money at like I don't know all this like like all the tech stuff. There's just like so much of that. I feel like that's what like uh, what like Bitcoin or not Bitcoin, but like all the cryptocurrencies are have basically taken over that role of like you know being like the scams that people put their money into. It's, it's a little bit of a different thing, but like I don't know this the scams definitely haven't gone away. They've just changed shape. This is true. I feel like the bar is a little higher, maybe, than this. I think I would say... Except for crypto. Here, here's what I think. I think what happened was this this kind of stuff happened. Some people made money. Secret made money. There were, I'm sure, plenty of other things like this. And then people wised up. You know, they realized, you know, how to spot a scam. And then the, and then the scams popped up in other places. So now, like, crypto, there's a lot of scams. And maybe... 
eventually people will wise up and and crypto will get cleaned up a bit and then they'll go somewhere else we'll see vr scams that'll be the next thing ar scams dude i that's a very good point i do wonder like you know how we look back on these things like like you look you look at this this secret video you look back on like some of the even the not scams, but like legitimate concept videos that people, that companies would actually like publish or you look at, um, I don't know, even just like design choices and stuff and you think, wow, that's hilarious and stupid and why did anyone ever think that would work? And it does make you wonder like what, what are the things that we have today that we don't think about as being like an obvious scam or an obvious like ridiculous not gonna happen but that are i think vr and and crypto are probably my top two yeah i think i think those are that that's true so you're saying like things that exist today that like some time ago would have seemed like crazy like scams is that what you're referring to no, I'm saying that things that exist today that in the future will be obvious as like, wow, that was really dumb. That was an obvious scam or wow, that looks stupid. I see. I, see. I think the metaverse is mm-hmm. top of my list. Yeah. In terms of things that are dumb that exist. And then crypto is top of my list in terms of like, how did people fall for that? That's such an obvious scam. Yeah, I definitely, I definitely agree with this. I'm trying to think if there's any others that are like coming the top of my head but those are definitely the big ones i don't know yeah i think that's what i'm going with yeah metaverse oh dude that reminded me of the the apple headset we're getting close now we're like a month and a half away from possibly like we're talking about something it could be like, we could be about to w- witness the iPhone launch, or we could be about to witness, you know, Mark Zuckerberg's The Metaverse Part 2. That is true. Someone has someone said in a comment, driverless cars. I feel like, uh, mm. I, I don't, see, I don't know. I feel like that's kind of interesting. I feel like... What do you think? Of, what about Tesla Autopilot? Uh, they keep saying it's coming. Like every year, they're like, "Oh, mm. it's going to be fully self-driving," and they've said that for years, and it's still has a lot of problems. I don't know. I don't know. That's a very good. That might be one. I have a feeling that there's going to maybe not an obvious scam, but there's going to be a lot of people who are like ten years from now, having bought two Teslas and paid fifteen thousand dollars each time for self-driving and never getting it we're gonna be like wow why did i buy that why did i think that that was gonna happen like oh self-driving by 2019 self-driving by 2021 self-driving by 2024 come on yeah oh and the robot the uh the tesla bot oh yeah 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 the the cyber truck (laughs) yeah (laughs) the tesla roadster yep like Jesus, everyone's out here waiting for their c- cyber truck, and Elon changed his name to Mister Tweet on Twitter. <laughs> that shows you where his uh, priorities are at. 
Yeah, 2023, ladies and gentlemen. It's been real. This podcast has been real. And we made up, I think, now for our late start. Yeah, def- more more, uh, more than we needed to. I think we made up for the late start and we made up for the, uh, what was it, the, the soldering liquid. I think we made up for that now. <laughs> oh, wait, before we go, I should check in on, on how, how we're doing there. So, oh no! Unfortunately, Noah, it's not looking too hot. Um, uh oh. Eighty-five percent of the six hundred and fifty-nine votes believe that we are no longer allowed to be considered technology YouTubers after this error. Oh, that's unfortunate. What are you gonna? Are you gonna just go full time on cars now? Uh, I mean, I should probably quit and go back to being a camp counselor yeah you know that was fun maybe maybe i'll join you yeah i mean because you obviously have to quit well i mean we're not technology youtubers anymore 85 percent. yeah well i mean you have to quit google you have to like you can't be associated with technology we have to throw our phones out we have to become amish mm-hmm yeah i've got a i've got one of those old 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 cranky ring style phones like the big wall box 1920s boys Mm-mm-mm. oh that's good that's very good oh yeah we'll we'll keep in touch then yes that's great uh there's they still got telephone telegram lines and stuff so we'll be fine yeah anyway you know what else will be fine is this subpar segue to us ending the podcast because we're over time today so i didn't have time to think of a really great one normally it takes me you know 20 30 minutes to come up with those absolute bangers but today i've been your host luke miani (laughs) and i've been your host noah rubin uh we'll see you next week uh yeah next week and uh have a great night yeah we hope you have a fine night yeah it's whatever it's whatever man i don't care Do it or don't do it. I don't care.